A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello. Happy day 59 of the program. We're on through week eight. So this is our last week of feeding the metabolism, which we're going to start the splitting up the meals and snacks part of the week and tweak tomorrow. I want to ask you, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Are you going to be here at the end? That's a big one. What kind of energy are you showing up with? For yourself at this point, eight weeks into doing this. I mean, I don't want to say it's hardcore, but there's a lot of working parts to this diet. You want to call it a diet. Um, I'm sure many of you listening have done all the diets um, and have tried anything and everything. Um, And listen, I know what's out there. I've been helping people lose weight for 30 years. This program is no joke. And I didn't set out to make the most like comprehensive weight loss program on the market. But over 30 years, I learned a lot. I've learned not only what works, but really what doesn't work. And when you're sort of dissecting the diet industry, you have to look at who's looking for the next big thing, that quick fix, that money maker, and who's really out there trying to solve the obesity crisis. You know what I'm saying? Um, I get asked a lot what my qualifications are. Um, I get criticized a lot by my lack of education specifically, meaning I'm not a dietitian. Um, I'm not a researcher in a sense, but what I have done is worked with real people, one-on-one, you know, larger group settings, corporations, sports teams, and whatnot. And I've learned a lot with working with people. Um, And so one of the things that I did as a single mom with four kids um, was learn how to be resourceful. And this is sort of where, when the internet came along, because that's how old I am. (laughs) (laughs) I remember when we didn't have the internet. Um, I started working online and I would have my clients literally text me all day, every day, how they felt in the morning, when they pooped, um, what they ate, what they drank, you know, um, how are they feeling throughout the day? Not just physically, mentally, I would sit down with my clients, what's going on, you know, what's working well for you? What are you having a hard time with? And this is where over 30 years I come to realize that It's way more than just what you're eating and when. And of course, if you know my story, and I have shared it over on my podcast before, um, everything that I was taught about weight loss, calories in versus calories out, at a point wasn't working for me. When I was, you know, in university, I had high stress, lack of sleep, I was over exercising, under eating, and all of that. So there definitely is that physical component. But more so, I've learned a lot about people and um, their issues and associations and coping mechanisms and habits and whatnot tied into weight loss. And there's just so much more to it. And I think that's what that's what the conversation has been about uh, the last couple of weeks and will be more about. If you're here eight weeks in, you've got this in the bag. You're you're already a success story. We're going to be introducing some new tweaks um, next week. I mean, I love every tweak. Next week's next week's tweak is super cool. Towards the end of the program, we're actually going to have you eating 
super in tune to your body's actual needs as a, as opposed to following a food plan. Now there's still all the structure. You're not left on your own. You're still doing, in fact, you're doing literally all of the things. I'm going to talk about that later. Um, but we have a lot more to do when it does come to what you're eating and when, but so much of it at this point is that mental element, right? Like, are you going to be here at the end? Are you going to follow through? Are you able to work through the things that you need to work through in order to be here at the end, in order to show up and maximize your efforts day in, day out? Um, I've heard some people talking about program fatigue. I have program fatigue. Yeah, you're fucking tired of trying to lose weight. I totally get it. But don't let that be an excuse to set you back. I'm sure we're all tired of going to our jobs every day. We're all tired of doing this and tired of doing that. I'm sure our kids are really fucking tired of going to school. <laughs> so I am a fan of the step back. Sometimes you need a couple of days off just to not be so focused on what you're doing, especially if you haven't shown up and being super hardcore and doing all the things. I love a good step back. I love a good, like, take a bit of a break and then come back at it. But make sure you follow through and finish. Um, all right, let's get into those questions and see where you're at. But that's what I kind of woke up today thinking about. How's everybody doing? You know, I'm, I'm going live. It's a Wednesday, you know, eight weeks in. What have we got to talk about? Um, you know, we have a lot to talk about. But really what I want to know is how are you doing? Have that conversation with yourself. Yeah, 80% mental, Michelle, 20% food. It really is. It really is. It's, it's the food. The, the thing I love about science is that there is zero science. I say this all the time. Zero science to suggest or to show or to prove that it is impossible for you to lose weight. Um, there's lots of factors that may make it more difficult, that may make it frustrating, that may have it taking longer than you like, but there's actually zero reason why you can't lose all of your weight. And I think that's really exciting. It's really exciting, you know? Um, so physically, you got this. It's just a matter of figuring out what does your body need? And this is where the program comes in, you know? And each week we have a different focus. There's a different tweak. It really keeps things progressing and moving forward, you know? So we, we got that part of it taken care of. But the bigger part is you showing up. Hi, Angela. So I've woken up the last two days with edema in my hands, and the scale was up 0.2 both Monday and Tuesday. Not sure why, but I'm sticking to it. My therapist recommended making a plan. So my plan this week is just doing the best I possibly can and make the most of what I have in front of me. Okay, so woke up the last two days with edema. So first of all, you're, so your hands are swelling. It could be the heat. Um, it could be lack of salt. It could be that you need more salt. Um, it could be an underlying health issue that you have going on. I mean, it's not when, you know, everything is sunshine and rainbows and super easy that we work towards our goals. I mean, ultimately, day in, day out, you can do things that are going to help you reach your goals sooner rather than later. And so what does edema have to do with your food choices? Do you know what I mean? If anything, you want, you want to be really super mindful about your food choices. You know, what does edema have to do with being able to be a little bit more active? Now, maybe you aren't able to lift weights, maybe, um, especially if you have swelling and, and such in your legs, maybe you're not be able to go for much of a walk. Maybe you can go swimming instead. Um, maybe you can just do some stretching. Um, and if you can't be physically active, then let's focus on doing some deep breathing exercises. You know, like there's always things that you can do to be as proactive as possible with the things that are going to help you reach your goal. You know, and that's what the beauty of this program that I love is that especially when you're not feeling so hot, either physically or emotionally, or you got shit going on, is that this program helps you prioritize yourself and be in tune to your body's needs. I can tell you when your body's suffering and you're not feeling so hot, the last thing your body wants is to lug around a bunch of fat that no longer serves a purpose and is, you know, factoring into all sorts of health issues for you. And I think that's sort of where things get confusing and people feel like their body wants to make them fat. Their body wants this fat. 
And if you, if you gained weight, it's because you told your body it needed the fat. So that's what we're doing is just addressing, you know, giving the body what it needs, step one, so it no longer feels need to store fat. Now we're in that, still in that metal part where we're helping the body specifically focus on fat loss. And this is where those tweaks come in. Towards the end of the program, it's actually about supporting the body and its needs because your body wants this fat gone just as much as you do. You know, we had a great conversation because um, I was going to say, talk about returning members. You know, your body, you've already dressed why your body feels the need to store fat, right? So your body wants this fat gone. And we had this great conversation with Liz Machado yesterday. She joined us. She was our Spill the Tea guest. 75 pounds down. Such an, oh, She's amazing. Um, so many good tidbits and takeaways. So she did the spring program. Her very first program was a spring program, like many of you that are listening today. She lost 25 pounds, 25.6. And then she did the, um, obviously she bridged the gap in the summer. So we didn't have a bridging the gap group. That's really important. For those of you who are familiar with our Bridging the Gap group that we had at Christmas time. So she managed through the summer and enjoyed her summer and still lost three pounds. Now, I know some of you are nervous about the summer. We're going to, we're going to tell you everything that you need to know about continuing on your own in the summer and how to bridge the gap between this group and the fall group if you signed up. So don't worry about that. We got you covered. And then in the fall group, she lost almost 30 pounds. And then uh, there was the gap between Christmas. She lost 1.6. And then she came into the Christmas break and didn't lose any weight until week six and ended up losing 12, almost 13 pounds in the back end. And then, of course, um, the spring group that she's in currently. So uh, this this is sort of really the pattern, right, where, you know, you lose that big chunk and then it takes about three months for your body, two to three months for your body to solidify your weight. This is like st- those four stages of finally and forever, right? So there's lose your weight, then there's solidify your weight, which is two to three months. Then there's, you know, test the waters, get used to your new weight. And then there's that move on, look good, feel good, live the rest of your life, not worrying about anything, just being in tune. Um And so what was really interesting is like it's a very typical pattern where her body, after losing that big chunk of weight, needed to take time to solidify the weight. So over the summer, it did that, although she was still able to lose. And then in giving the body time to solidify that weight, she, you know, lost 30 pounds in the fall group. And then, of course, over Christmas break into the January break, which would have been probably about seven weeks or so, um, her body had time to solidify that weight. And then, of course, you know, rolling into the winter program. So this is sort of your body needs that time. Like after people are done losing their weight and you reach your weight loss goal, always with my clients were fascinated by this because they would reach their goal and then they would call me a couple months later and they'll be like, everyone keeps telling me I've lost all this weight. What's going on? I haven't lost any weight. And it's your body really taking time to adjust and solidify your weight. So such a process, such a process. Good morning. Working from home today and hoping to watch the live, hoping the live won't be interrupted. I've been kind of relaxed the last week or so today. It's time to refocus and buckle down for the rest of the group. Yeah, sometimes you're going to be more motivated um, than others to work a little bit harder you know, than other days and weeks, <laughs> the program, just because you got a lot going on. And this is what it is. Just kind of regroup. If you recognize, okay, I'm not really showing up with the kind of energy that I'd like to, what's going on? What can I do about it? You know, let me get back at it. You know, like I got to get back into this. This is where I do love that step back. Sometimes it's nice to not just think about it all day, every day. And then you come back kind of refreshed and ready to go rather than kind of just kind of like trudging along and struggling and be like, ah, you know, I can't get my shit together. Sometimes you just take that step back and then you're like, okay, I'm ready to get back at it, you know? And there's nothing wrong with taking a break. This is a long ass program. (laughs) 91 days. That's something that Liz talked about too. 91 days. It's not a lot of time, but it can seem like it's taking forever, especially with where we're at in that messy middle, you know? So you can always take those breaks whenever you want. 
and then come right back at it. That's what I love about uh, the app. It makes it so easy to keep track of where you're at in the program. If you're not using the app, you can still start using the app. You don't have to like start from day one. You can actually skip ahead to where we're at now. It is so user-friendly. Honestly, it's great for people who love data because we got these graphs and it's really cool what you can measure and keep track of. But at the same time, it's also super easy to use as well. Shania, I went to Shania in Hamilton last night. Yeah, I saw a few of you on Instagram going to Shania. Come on, how fun. I was I got asked to go to Shania and I just didn't get my shit together. I had a lot going on in time. Um, I know Sonia's listening. She's like, yeah, we were supposed to go. Um, I went to Shania last night. Eating out and lack of water is showing up this morning, but hashtag worth it. Yeah, right? Love that. Hashtag worth it. First round. Hi, uh, Nidhi. Nidhi. Uh, down 18.6 pounds. Nice. Finally broke that 160 mark. Feeling good. Weight is a little slower to move for the last couple of weeks, but definitely sleeping better. Clothes are fitting better and feeling much calmer around food, which is a huge win for me. Love this. Okay. So today we posted the spring, summer transitional post. So season to season, right? The, your body has different needs season to season. Um, so today we're talking about spring and summer. And this is where you might want to make those small adjustments can make all the difference. So your body in the winter time is kind of on this slow rev. You crave, you know, heavier carbs, fatty meats, soups, stews, those kinds of things, foods that help create heat in your digestive system to help keep you nice and warm. And uh, as we transition into the spring and the summer, the body pulls you out of that winter hibernation mode, starts to give you more energy. That's why you feel like you have a more pep in your step and whatnot. And also the days are getting longer, so you need to factor those in. So your body's needs do change. And as you've noticed from the tweak this week, the slightest adjustment in what you're eating and when, your body will notice that. And you're, you're just kind of picking up on your body's needs changing. So in the spring and summer, you want to make sure you're adjusting your water. Uh, more so not just drinking more, but make sure you really are adding um, some trace minerals uh, to your water, which will help your body stay more hydrated. Um, we do tend to, because we have more energy, naturally be more active. Um, and then, of course, we tend to be outside more often and whatnot. So getting in those trace minerals and making sure you're getting some salt in your diet for those electrolytes. Um, super key, especially with your body releasing fat and the amount of water that y'all are drinking. Um, that's really important. Also, so when, when it's really hot, your body will actually shut you down and keep you low energy. And um, your body's not interested in processing and digesting food because it takes so much energy. Your body's like, oh my goodness, like we're like really suffering here. It's hot. We're tired. We're like, we just want to like chill. Um, But you'll notice you'll be hungry and sometimes craving sugar. So normally when you crave sugar any other time of year, it's a need for water. Your body's looking for high water content foods, which are fruits, which are sweet. So you think sugar. In the summertime, sometimes what your body's actually looking for is sugar. It's looking for fruits, for example, that take very little energy in order to process and digest that can, you know, replenish your glycogen stores quite quickly without your body working too hard. So this is where you might want to start looking into decreasing your heavier carbs, like your potatoes and your rices and whatnot, and bumping up your fruit intake. Um, You know, getting that fruit in that does break down quite quickly. So fruits, for example, um, can take anywhere from 20 minutes to a half hour, give or take, to break down into usable energy. Um, Your vegetables, uh, can take like 90 minutes, right? And that fish, 40 minutes, red meat, five hours. So there's something to be said about the digestion rate and how hard your body is working to process and digest your foods. So it's a great idea in the summertime to be bumping up those fruits. So adding some, like maybe some berries or something to your um 
for your breakfast in the morning. Obviously, your your fruit snack next week. You're going to have more flexibility and switching things up a little bit. Um, and then uh, you know maybe adding you know some pear on a salad. At lunch, not adding fruit as a dessert, but incorporating it into your meal um, or a little bit of mix. Like maybe you used to put some quinoa in there, maybe to put a little bit of quinoa and a little bit of fruit, um, some grilled pineapple at dinner, that kind of thing. So really getting in tune to your body's needs um, and hunger levels as well. So you may notice that you're not as hungry uh, in the summertime. And this is where trying to get the most bang for your buck with the foods that you are consuming is going to make a difference, really making your food choices super nutrient rich because you're going to notice uh, not only getting in tune to your hunger levels, but your body is not as hungry. But you may notice that your your sugar cravings go up, especially in the heat. So make sure you are getting the water in, but also make sure you are making those slight tweaks. I know some of you are, are feeling that you're hungrier um, with this tweak, which is totally normal, but you should also notice you get satisfied a lot quicker. So it doesn't translate into necessarily needing more food. You are just noticing that your body's letting you know that you are hungrier. Sometimes we are really hungry and then we go eat and all of a sudden we're like, cow, I like got satisfied on a few bites of whatnot. Also, also on the other side of that, normal to get to a place where you're like, ah, I'm just not interested in eating at this point. Am I going to be here at the end? Hi, Shauna. Absolutely. I am loving this for all the victories, non-scale and on the scale, which hasn't plunged down, but I'm 12 pounds down and that's 12 pounds. I'll feel confident. I'll never have to worry about again. Yeah. 12 pounds lost in the healthiest of ways. That matters. That that matters. Do you know what I mean? It, it really matters um, how you've lost this weight in a way that's healthy for your body, healthy for your mind, that is giving your body the opportunity to, you know, repair and rebuild and regenerate and rejuvenate and all of those things. It absolutely matters how you lose your weight. You didn't just starve yourself, deprive yourself, learn nothing about yourself, you know? So I love that. Uh, this is my third program, but I've never made it this far. Okay, love that. Now's my time. Everything is working for me, including myself. Finally, I love this so much. I love this so much because I have so much mad respect for people like yourself who just stick with it and keep going and recognize this is so normal. You know, you try to do this and life gets in the way or you get in the way of yourself because you got some real issues and associations and deep shit you got to work through because it's hard. It's hard and it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of energy and wherewithal and all of that. And, and sometimes we have these grand ideas. Oh, I want to do this. I've done, I've done this so many times in my life where I'm like, I'm going to do this. And then like, <laughs> I struggle doing it. And I'm like, what the fuck were you thinking? This is not the time for you to be doing this. Now, did I learn a lot in the attempt? Absolutely. Did it factor in to my end game and actually reaching the goal or doing the thing? Yes, it does. You know, that's the thing about it. We learn so much, even just in the attempt. You can, there's so much to be learned in what you're not doing and knowing what you want to do and accomplish. You know, how life gets in the way you know, getting to recognize your issues and your associations, like it's all part of it. It's all part of it, you know? So I love that you are back. And of course, you're going to follow through and finish, you know? Absolutely, you're going to be here at the end. Um, So many people kind of, you know, move forward and, and, and we've, Kim, 
Kim, our group manager that we talk to every week in our Spill the Tea conversation, she did her first program and she was like down 13 pounds in three weeks. She was crushing it, but just didn't follow through on it. And I think even her second program, I think that it took her a few. Um, Ashley, you should go, you should go read some of our team bios because it's not just, you know, people who've been successful and crushed it and it was just so easy for them. Um, Ashley, I think. She did a program. She has young kids and uh, it took her six programs. I think she she just was like just kind of really struggling program after program and then realized that she need to she was life was really getting in the way and really realized that she needed to prioritize herself. And she made what was called non-negotiables. She's like, I really want to get this done. Like I want to fucking do this. And then uh, made some non-negotiables for herself, which were really interesting. I learned a lot from that conversation with her. You learn a lot about yourself when you're working towards something, you know, like, look at me. I want to, um, I want to, I, I don't even want to, like, I don't want to disrupt the diet industry. I don't want to change it. I want people to know that there's a better way to do it. You know, I want to make, I want to make the diet industry better. I want to help millions of people. I'm developing this app that I'm hoping millions of people will be able to legit. I say that with a straight face. Millions of people will be able to use. So I want to see obese, obesity rates decline. And heck, I want to win a Nobel Prize. <laughs> Dead serious. Um, and um, yeah. And so that seems like, you know, some people may be like, what? Come on. No, man, that's what I want to do. Um, and then I want to move on after I do that. And there's other things that I want to do. So it's this big, huge, ginormous, massive stinking ass goal. Um, and you know, some days I'm more productive at doing the things I need to do to get there. Some days it feels like I'll never get there, but you know, it's not about, I remember Mel Robbins talked about the dreams. It's not about the dream. It's not about achieving the dream. It's like, it's, it's the fact that that's the direction you're headed in. And maybe I won't win a Nobel prize, but will it still be worth doing all the things that I've been doing? Yes. You know, and maybe millions of people won't lose my app, but I am just thrilled that those of you who have done the program, have done the program. It's made a difference. That's enough. You know, that's enough. So my dream has me just headed in that direction, you know, but life is surely sure as shit, not making it fucking easy. That's for. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sure. 
I have not lost any weight this round, but a friend said yesterday that I was glowing, feeling great. Yeah. I mean, if, especially if you've lost a lot in the last program that you did, it does take, you know, two to three months for your body to solidify that weight that you've lost, right? Now, that doesn't mean that you still shouldn't show up, do all the things, maximize your efforts. Also, too, and I'm not saying this is going on with you. Yes, like your body should be changing. If you're, if you've done a program and lost weight and you're back and, your weight isn't moving, then your body should be changing. You should be noticing your body transforming in front of your eyes. And if not, make sure you do check in with your doctor because health issues can pop up that all of a sudden, well, what's going on? This happened to me in October. I wasn't feeling great. I was dealing with a lot of stress. I knew that an epic amount of stress. I knew that. And um, I just wasn't feeling great. And everyone, you know, is like, oh, you're turning 50. It's hormones. And my stomach was just off and I wasn't feeling well. Anyway, finally went to the doctor and I had to go on a couple courses of antibiotics. So there really was something going on with me that I refused to believe because I know what I need to do. You know, and I said, this is you. But, you know, if your weight isn't dropping, you definitely should see your body changing. You should be accomplishing some sort of non-scale victories and noticing a big difference happening. Um, and then if not, maybe a good idea to just kind of check in with the doctor, you know. Um, I will be here. Uh, it doesn't matter how long it takes. Yeah. Off the top of the program today, I talked about, are you going to be here at the end? How are you feeling? Checking ourselves eight weeks in. Even this morning I got up and I was like, said to Tony, as I do, what day is it? <laughs> I mean, what day? Cause I know the program by what day it is in the program, right? Today's day 59. That's how I run my whole life is by what day of the program it is. And he's like, it's a Wednesday. And I'm like, okay, Wednesday weekend. I was kind of feeling the vibe and it's just like, all right, like, I think this is a good time to do a check-in on yourself. Like, how are you feeling? Like, especially it's been a, a heavy couple of weeks. Amazing conversation, but conversation that really causes you to dig deep. Um, and that can be tiring. That can feel like a lot, you know. Where are we at? It's a great idea to check in with yourself and say to yourself, like, how am I doing on this thing? Like, am I kind of just like, yeah, do to do Or am I still showing up with the same enthusiasm today that I had the day I started? right? Like what kind of energy am I bringing to this thing that I want so bad? Do I still want it badly? Like where am I at? Why am I fucking doing this thing? You know, it can be a great idea to check your why too at this point, because, you know, sometimes the why that we signed up with is not the why that's going to get us through to the end. And I say that because I think, uh, uh, you know, people sign up for the program and they don't even know what they're signing up for. Your friend tells you do this thing and you're like, okay, you know, what can, what can I, what can I possibly do for 75 bucks? You know, and then you get in here and you're like, wow. And then, you know, you, you thought you were just going to, you know, eat this food and follow this program. And now you're like dealing with your feels and shit. And like, <laughs> you know, um, why are you here? What's going to get you through at the end? Do you, can you say without a shadow of a doubt that you're going to be here at the end? You're going to fall through. I'm telling you, it's going to feel so good. This is one of the conversations we had a really, really um, poignant conversation with uh, Dr. Beverly about this, about following through and finishing and what that will mean to your soul. And also with Liz yesterday talked about just that feeling. And, and I wish, I wish I could bottle up the feeling that you're going to feel at the end of the program, the sense of accomplishment. Um, this was a conversation that I had with Tony this morning. We were walking. And um, just with our kids and uh, one in particular, well, a couple of them, just the sense of accomplishment. Like, what are they doing to get that sense of accomplishment, you know? And that's such a like a, an amazing feeling. And I was talking about I've had a lot of jobs when I was younger and I don't know why. 
my parents didn't say to me, you need to go get a job. And I just loved getting jobs and I, I loved working and, I, and I'm not motivated by money. It's, just, it's not my money. I, I got to make it. I'm happy to make it. I got kids. It's costing me a lot of money. So I'm into making money. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I was never motivated by money. And I was saying to him, so what was it? And I think it was this sense of accomplishment. And over the last couple of years of the pandemic, the kids couldn't really do anything. You know, there's no like start and finish or follow through or things like that. And even with school, they really this they struggled. Um, this one kid that I'm talking about in particular, um, she had some some real issues and really struggled. So I think there's no no real sense of accomplishment. So now I'm on a mission to figure out like what can we do to create that sense of accomplishment. But that's that feeling is like, man, that's magic. That feeling where you started off, you you started something, you followed through and finish. And when you every time you do that, you just have confidence to start anything, knowing that you can finish it. You know, and actually accomplish something. And so being here at the program at the end of the program it's like it's even if you didn't lose the weight um even if you didn't lose the weight that you wanted to lose you're going to be so happy that you're here at the end um have you worked with people with cancer do you have any additional tips oh yeah um do you have any additional tips uh so Obviously, with cancer comes a lot of inflammation. I, I have. I, I Yes, of course. Um, so a couple of things. Um, I actually have a friend. I talked about her uh, yesterday um, who a client. She's a friend now because she was a personal client. And I can tell you before she got diagnosed with cancer, she had done the program, lost 60 pounds um, and was the healthiest she'd ever been in her life. And then she's been through the last few years of I can only imagine would be hell. And she has the most amazing positive attitude and just received the most devastating news. So um, that stings. Uh, and but I've sort of watched her persevere and show up with the most amazing attitude. And um, it's actually just been really incredible. And I remember talk, her talking to me. I want to actually get her on as a podcast. And because she's just literally that amazing. And she had said, you know, because um, obviously with the treatments and the chemotherapy and stuff, your body is just going through so much that how important it was and how grateful it was that she took that time, not just to lose the weight, but to truly become as healthy as healthy as she possibly could. So, I mean, that's just a message for us all. You know, you're worried about, you know, living your longest life and, you know, it feels like everybody we know has cancer, then, you know, try to be as healthy as you possibly can. So if you do end up dealing with cancer and find yourself in that situation, you're as strong as possible in order to deal with it. Um, So there's that. I I think attitude um, is going to make a big difference. I think um, doing the things that you can do, you know, in order to be as healthy as possible is, you know, it's easier said than done. That's what I think. Um, I think that uh, when trying to lose weight, so people have obviously different variations of cancer. Some people have a terminal diagnosis. You know, some people have something that, you know, some treatment, chemotherapy, radiation, whatever, immunotherapy, um, that they are going to recover. And I think anything that you can do to help your body manage um, is going to be beneficial, obviously. Um, I know that I've dealt with a lot of people who've gone through 
treatments for cancer and they're on the other side of that and in the process have gained weight and this is really where inflammation really comes in Um, there's one in particular that I was thinking of and she just wanted to lose weight so bad but you know six months off of treatments it was just taking her body a lot longer to kind of like get back balancing out hormones and just kind of decreasing inflammation and you know still also still taking some medications to help her body manage. And I think it's managing expectations when it comes to trying to lose weight when you're dealing with any kind of like massive health issue like that, where your body is really struggling to 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 get back to a sense of norm and has been at a massive major deficit. And I think it just takes longer than what people would like um, in order to help manage uh, to lose the weight after their body has been through something traumatic. Um, and this is not cancer, but, you know, back to me, because I the only, the only reference and example that I have. Um, you know, I went through a, my body went through a lot of stress. I went through a lot of stress in October um, and um, I'm still and obviously, as you know, I continued to have more stress. I, I did all these things to help manage it. I was starting to feel better. And then, you know, my wedding came and then, you know, I went away and it was my, then I was turning 50. And then, of course, my ex passed away, which is an enormous amount of stress. It still is an enormous amount of stress. Um, and I'm doing all the things that I can in order to be, you know, to feel like I'm really taking a step back. I, I And because you know, I don't know why, because I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack. I legit feel like if I keep going the way I'm going, I'm going to have a heart attack. So I'm just doing the best that I can to manage and do all the things. But it's taking a lot longer for me to feel good than I ever would have anticipated. And it's frustrating, but I know that there's no other option than to keep going. There's no other option than to keep going. And regardless of whether you're just trying to lose weight and you're super healthy and it's taking longer than you want, or you're dealing with health issues that you're having, it's taking longer than you want, or you're dealing with something really extreme and traumatic and it's taking longer than you want, you have to just keep moving forward and you have to just keep doing the things. And again, that's why I love this program is because there's no downside to prioritizing yourself, being in tune with yourself, um, you know, working through your issues and associations, um, figuring out what your body needs, managing your stress, trying to get better sleep, trying to make good food choices. You know, there's no downside into anything that we're doing here because we're trying to lose weight in the healthiest of ways. And also carrying excess fat is hard on your body and does contribute to health issues, you know. So so my guess in a nutshell, my advice was this program is perfect for anyone who's really struggling with their health and wellness because it encompasses all the things literally you can do. Um, I've had conversations with Dr. Paul and, and a couple doctors um, and, you know, not a couple, more than a few. Um, and they talk about how they love seeing clients who have done the program because they've done so much of the work. When you go see a doctor and you're really struggling with health issues, they just want you to do something like this. When they say to you, go eat better and exercise, go try to make some improvements in your lifestyle, they, you know, would never dream that you would do something like this. And so many doctors I've heard from are just like, man, I wish every single patient I see would do your program because they come to me, they've already done the work. So I can like dive right into what is going on with them. And their body is like as healthy as it could possibly be, you know, so the program is just way beyond weight loss. Um, good morning. Yesterday, I decided to look at this as if I'm just starting it and have the excitement of beginning the program, trying to prevent boredom. Oh, I love this. So bo- there's something to be said about boredom, right? Like you you want to be bored in a sense. Boredom is good because you're not looking to make this exciting. 
Um, now you can make it fun. You can make it like you can like look at it like an adventure, or you can make it chat like look at it like a challenge. You definitely how you frame it is going to make a big difference. But you do want to be bored in a sense that you don't want to look to get your excitement from your food. And I know there's foodies probably listening who are like, but I love food. Or maybe there's some bakers in the bunch, and you're like, I love food, and I love that you love food. And I'm going to get you back to being able to love food. We're going to make new associations with your love of food. And this is one thing that foodies kind of feel like a little bit sad or depressed or can start to have feels about the journey because they're not able to indulge in the food that they love. And that's one thing. They, they love good food. They love indulging in it. But here's the thing. You're going to get to a place where you're in tune to your body's needs and you're going to love it just as much. In fact, your taste buds are going to be more enhanced, right? You're going to be more calm around your food. You're going to eliminate some of those feels like, yes, you loved indulging it, but you also probably didn't love how you felt after and the feels like I lose weight. Why am I eating this? I shouldn't eat it. You know, so you're going to reconnect with food again. Um, but there is something to be said about kind of just you eat food to give you energy. You know, you eat food to give you energy. Um, and, you know, that 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 kind of reconnecting with your food. But I love what you said here. I'm, I decided I'm going to look at this as if I'm starting and have the excitement of beginning the program today. So I'm a big fan. And you'll hear me say this at the end. I'm just trying to hear you guys talking about some audio issues. We're trying to figure out audio, which is why I'm wearing these headphones. Let me turn down this backlash. There we go. Um, someone the other day on my podcast, I saw they did a review and they gave me three stars. Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I really love Gina and I love her program. Love so well, but her audio is so horrible. You know, first of all, it's live. It's live. You know what I mean? Like I'm not sitting in a recording studio. I'm in front of a live audience. And especially with our guest segments, I can't help their connection on their ends. And, you know, people that the the city drudging up my Internet connection and adding whatever and Rogers and fucking Bell and all of them. You know, I was just like, really? Like, fuck off. Fuck off. Um, but we really are trying to. It's progress over perfection. Right. If you don't fucking listen to me because I'm having audio glitches, fuck off, honestly, because I can't fucking help it. Uh, and we're doing our best over here. And then sometimes it's your fucking connection. You have get, you know, you have a shit connection. You know what I'm saying? It has nothing to do with me. If I'm glitching out, it's on your end. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, just venting. Um, but I am trying to, we're working on the, the point is we're working on the audio. We hired a whole sound guy, like a whole sound person, a whole person uh, to help us sound. So I'm working on that. I digress. What the hell was I talking about? Oh, Julie. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, we talk about this at the end. You want to finish this program with the same energy and enthusiasm as you started. Like that is something, you know what I mean? You want to just, you want to follow through, you want to finish strong. You know, that that's what it's all about. And I always said this, it's not how you start the program. It's the fact that you keep showing up and that you're here at the end and you finish strong. And this eight weeks in, this is a good time to check yourself. We still have a lot of time left to, to lose a lot of weight. It's a great time now to really check yourself, right? Right. What more can I do? Right. How am I really proud of myself? Am I, am I proud of myself? Am I proud of the, what I've done in the last couple months? 
you know, um, is there are there things that I can do better? You know, um, like, how do I want to feel at the end of this program? You know, really focus on the things that you are doing really well, especially those non-scale victories. Like you can you can also feel frustrated about the scale and then also really focus on those amazing things that you are accomplishing. Like to, to do a self check, a vibe check, you know, take a look at the things that you're doing, make a list of, you know, things you're really proud about and happy with the things that you want to work, work more on. You know, how do you want to feel? You know, are you doing intention? Did you start off strong like the first couple of weeks doing those intentions and, and the, you know, the intentions and end of day reflections and now you're kind of not doing them? You know, did you start with those supplements, you know, that were, you know, you're feeling great about taking, but now you're just kind of like, yeah, you know, um, did you start off strong measuring your water and getting it all in? And now you're just like, well, whatever, you know, like it just it makes sense that we're getting tired of doing these things. But the more you do them, the more second nature they'll become and the more part of your life and routine they will be. And it'll feel like you won't even have to give it thought anymore, you know, as I drink my water. Okay, let's see uh, if I can get to another uh, non-scale victory is my gut health. Um, that is now my reason why. Even if I haven't lost weight, that's a bonus for me. But I'm six pounds down overall. Six pounds in eight weeks is amazing. First of all, like it really, truly is amazing. Even with any diet, one to two pounds is sort of the norm. But uh, six weeks lost in a healthy way is amazing. Um, and I love that gut health. Like some people just walk away from this program and say, I can poop regularly. That's a massive, huge win for me. You know, just getting your bowel movements on track, feeling a lot less bloated with your digestive system. That's one of the things that I'm dealing with right now. And I don't know what, what it is. Hormones, whatever it is, my my gut feels like it's just like, you know, just out to here. Um, and but the little things that I'm that I'm taking and consistently taking, man, they're making a bit they're making a big difference. I've been feeling all the hunger in the evenings, but I'm noticing that I'm going to the kitchen literally makes me feel like I need food. So I've been moving away from that at night and just having my magnesium. No bites of bits last night. So proud of myself. So remember that being extra hungry heading into the evening can be a sign of detox, right? That can be a sign that your body's about to drop weight. So remember that. That can be a sign of detox. Um, also hunger, especially if it's carbon sugar based, can be a sign you need more water. And absolutely it can be triggered by habits, right? You walk into the kitchen, that's your routine. You get bored at night. You go check, make sure your doors are locked. You grab something in the kitchen. You know, so we talked about this with Dr. Beverly in terms of breaking those habits is that you notice that you're doing it. So I keep going to the kitchen and when I do, I get there, I'm hungry. But then you notice, am I actually really hungry? No, I'm not. I'm just maybe triggered by seeing the fridge. And so I open it and I think, oh, I can eat something. And then you want to correct that, right? So this is where you want to be like, you know what, rather than go to the fridge every day, I'm going to start a new routine, you know? And I, I find I do this a lot. A lot of times, like, you know, especially chips, you guys know, I love my chips in bed. I freaking love my chips in bed. Um, which you can, which eating chips in bed or eat, having a nighttime snack is not going to cause you to gain weight. It's just the more you can minimize while you're trying to lose weight, obviously the better because it helps you get that better sleep. But I'll grab some tea and sometimes it's just, you know, just to have something to sip on. It's like wine. Sometimes I want wine and, but then I'll pour the wine and then it just literally sits beside my bed and I don't even drink it some nights. I mean, sometimes I drink the whole bottle. So don't get me wrong. I'm no saint when it comes to wine. Sometimes I'll drink the whole bottle, but other times I will pour it. I'm like, oh, I just want a glass of wine so badly. And then I pour it and it sits there. And so then I think, well, is it really the wine that I wanted? Or is it just that I wanted that calm, like what the wine represents, right? To me, the wine represents me time. 
Like this is I'm shutting her down time. You know, I'm chill time. Is that, you know, what the wine represents? So you love that. You caught that. You have your PhD in food knowledge support, a consult and food body connection in my book. Oh, thanks, Margaret. This works. And boo the naysayers. Yeah. Well, this is why I love my guests, because it's not about me. You're not it's not just about me. You know, this is why I love having actual experts. I like to stay in my lane. I know what people need to lose weight. I know what works, what doesn't work. This is like, did you guys know that though? The um, and I forget her name, so I digress. Um, but the woman behind Weight Watchers, she started Weight Watchers in her kitchen. I think she was selling insurance or something like that, and she was trying to lose weight. And then she had friends who who um tried to lose weight, and then she got her friends together in the kitchen. They tried to figure out what they needed to do to lose weight, and then you know other people saw people who were losing weight and they wanted in, and that's how Weight Watchers grew. I don't see anyone knocking her and being like, "What's your education?" Um, yeah, you're right. I have an education in actual people and people dieting. Like I haven't been in a research room studying what works, and what doesn't work, but I know what it's like to be over like 250 pounds and need to lose weight. Um, and I've helped many people lose weight. We are actually working on doing some um, studies clinical studies, which I'm really excited about. Um, We are continuing that. Obviously, you guys know we went to the Obesity Summit, which was really interesting. I actually have some great guests I'm going to invite on my podcast, like some of the best minds in obesity in Canada, um, which I'm really excited about. Um, And we are doing going to do some clinical research, some real clinical research, which I am so excited about. I mean, we know we have numbers, we have data, we know the program process works, but you know, the science community out there needs us to prove it. Um, So we're going to do just that. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. It's going to take a while uh, to get that up and going. Um, But uh, we're looking probably to start it in January. So uh, we'll keep you guys posted on that. Hi, Katrina. Good morning, everyone. I'll be here at the end. Heck yeah, you will. Lowest low today. Almost in a new decade of numbers. Rode my bike last night for two hours, about 20K. Felt like a freaking superhero. And my weight is down. What? Love and life. Thanks so much for giving these tools to level up. Oh, I love that. I love that. On that note, uh, let's go. It's, it is a vibe. You should be nothing but proud of yourself, even if you are pissed at the scale or the struggle bus. If the struggle bus is parked outside your house, get on the bus. Keep it moving forward. At this point, man, honestly, eight weeks in, you've got this in the bag. It's just a matter of being like, what? What, what do I need to continue to do? What can I do better? You know, I want to make it to the end. What's motivating you? What's your why? Day in, day out. It doesn't have to be the most exciting process. At this point, it doesn't have to be the most exciting process. It's just because a lot of it is becoming routine. It could be, too, that that sense of boredom that you are feeling is the sense of routine. It's just kind of like, okay, these are the things I'm doing. You know, like that, that that could be what you're picking up on and feeling as well. Uh, I'm excited about these conversations. I'm excited about all the conversations uh, that we've been having. Um, I hope that you are enjoying them. Um, I hope that you have an amazing day. Uh, I'm going to go rack up some hours for my activity challenge. I, we are totally crushing that. I crushed it again yesterday. So if you didn't hear, our team is doing this activity challenge for the next couple of weeks for charity. So we're, um, we've broken ourselves into teams and we are counting our minutes of movement and activity. By the way, if you're watching my Instagram story, I was unable to count the cleaning of my room. <laughs> Just cleaning my room count because there was anyway, I did get it done. So I'm super proud about that, although it didn't count towards my minutes. Um, But I'm heading out today looking to rack up those hours. I already got my dog walking in. You know, what's so interesting um, is that 
if I was to, if someone was to tell me last week, you're going to have to try to figure out how to find two hours in your day. And I didn't plan two hours, uh, two hours in your day to, to do activity and movement. I would have been like, no, I don't have the time. But now that I'm doing this challenge, um, not only am I motivated by that, but it's also so good for me because right now, as you know, I'm dealing with a lot and um, it's causing me to make time. And now I'm just like, it's make, causing me to feel so much better. And it's just, it's really great. Um, but also um, I'm crushing it and go team. So I'm going to be off racking up my minutes. <laughs> today, I hope that you were able to get outside uh, and get your bodies moving today uh, and you enjoy the day. Um, have an, how do I get out of here? Have an amazing day, everyone. I'll uh, see you tomorrow. Bye.